See, I think with this, if because I didn't, I haven't seen Funhouse Massacre in a while. If you carry, if you carry that, and I carry Emily, and we go split on Chopping Mall, we could do it. All right, that's cool. Because I can carry Funhouse Massacre. Which so, one do you want to do first? Um. Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror. P- ah, shoot. We're gonna. Do you want to try it again, or just? Yeah. Let's try it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. I'm Derek, and I'm Mike. I feel How like there you? was. I feel what? like there was that that, that intro. Just uh, not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I feel feeling like it. we're like eight episodes in or something, and that was like so rushed. I was supposed to do it slower. I know. I think you got nervous and were laughing because you fucked up before that. No, that never happened. Uh-huh. Okay. Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast. The only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Is that better? Yes. Okay. I wish you would have said that I'm um, Derek. Um, then we could have done, you know, just fuck it. Let's do it. Let's just, like, <laughs> go. Let's go. We can do it. Oh, okay. So, we watched a movie called The Funhouse Massacre. This is in a Twitter poll we put on Twitter. Did it win? No. I don't think anybody voted for this movie. That sucks. You're right. And naturally, we chose to do this movie anyways. (laughs) Yeah, when I posted that, I knew we were going to do them all. But I just wanted to see what people wanted. (laughs) It reminded Um, me a lot of uh, Circus Kane, but, like, good. And then that other movie that that came out in the fall, uh, what the hell was Hellfest? Oh, I still didn't even see that. Yo, save your money. Oh, wait, it doesn't even matter. It's not even in theaters anymore. <laughs> I, it's That's why, like, when we started doing the podcast in, like, December, and that came out, like, a month before, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to be good on, like, reviewing that. <laughs> it was really, really shitty. But, hey, if people want it, let us know. Um, I just realized I didn't do the synopsis of the movie like I normally do. So let's do the synopsis. Six of the world's scariest psychopaths escape from a local asylum and proceed to unleash terror on an unsuspecting crowd of a Halloween funhouse, whose theme mazes are inspired by their various frames of terror. If this was like an actual, like, horror attraction, I'd want to go to it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they probably got one like that here. Because, oh, yeah, this movie's filmed in Ohio. I'm from Ohio. And Ohio is like one of the states that have the most haunted houses during Halloween time. So I wouldn't be surprised if they got something like that. It's so I'm surprised. many. You guys it's... are known for nothing but like depression and cornfields. But... It's nothing but cornfields. And I didn't know that either. Cornfields are scary. <laughs> I mean, but I'm from Cleveland, so it's like city. Suburbs, I guess but... that's similar to me being from Long Island. It's all city, and then the ginormous part of New York is all that. Like no one thinks about that. As soon as we, I started watching this movie, I knew that it was going to be good because really, yeah, because Robert England was in the beginning. And for those who don't know who Robert England is, don't listen to I our fucking podcast. Right? Then. Yeah, like, I don't know you why you know listening. who the hell he is. <laughs> But uh, I know some people I personally know uh, who listen to this podcast who probably don't know who Robert England is. But if you don't, that's your problem. I'm not going to help you with that one. Um, 
He's Freddy Krueger. There you go. Spoilers. I don't know. Most of the movies he do or does, like, they're pretty decent. Especially that the movies that he does, like, now. Because, I mean, he's completely loaded from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. So he doesn't really need to do a uh, prominent role that would give him a lot of money. It seems like most of the roles he play are, like, he do for scripts that he finds interesting. Because, like, he clearly doesn't need the money. Yeah, he just does, like, low-key cameos. Right. So, um, the movie basically starts off with a woman coming in. Um, I can't remember if she's, like, a supposed to be a reporter or something. She just wants to know about the inmates at this insane asylum that uh, Robert England's character works at. Um, and he introduced them, like, the... Uh, each psychopath, sort of like how uh, the characters are introducing Suicide Squad, just without the terrible soundtrack in the background. And the characters that he uh, introduced is uh, a character by the name of Taxidermis, which, uh, I mean, I guess you can tell what he does just by his name. Uh, he kills people, and he taxidermies their body? Is that a word? Taxidermy? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I think they'll get what you mean. Right. Um, and then there's Animal the Cannibal. Uh, a cannibal, of course. He worked in the chef. Uh, worked as a chef in the kitchen. And he was serving people. People. Um, there's Dr. Suave. He was a dentist? dentist? Yeah. Yeah. Sexy dentist. Right. And then there is Mental Manny, who was basically a cult leader. He put his whole cult into. They went to the woods or whatever, and they all set self. They all set themselves on fire. And then I think he's supposed to be like a hybrid between Ted Bundy and uh, Charles Manson. I'll get into that. Um, and then there's my favorite one, Rocco, the clown who is a professional wrestler. And I'm not even going to bother ask Mike which one's his favorite, because I already know it's Rocco, because Rocco's yeah. my favorite, and we both like wrestling. And you know what, though? Low-key, I don't know, because he didn't... He In concept, he's great, but yeah. I think a lot of the other characters are, are better. It, the concept of... Uh, anytime they throw a wrestling reference anywhere, I'm like, wow, thank you, mainstream media. But, um, I don't know. The, uh... The cult leader was pretty cool. Yeah, Mental Manny. Yeah. Okay. Basically, like, most of these killers are, like, based off something, like a real-life killer. Um, they even have it on their trivia thing. Um, they said that Rocco, the wrestling clown dude, is basically John Wayne Gacy because he used to dress as clowns. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, Jeffrey Dahmer uh, is basically animal to cannibal because Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. I would have went with him as the uh, the taxidermist. But he ate people. I don't know. That's what the he also dissected them the way that they like. Uh, he was in the taxidermy. Like he started like I saw the that movie, uh, My Friend Dahmer, which is actually pretty good. And he started through taxidermy and like animals and, and was kind of with the like that with experimentation with body parts um similar to like a, a taxidermist and then i'm 
guessing Dr. Suave is like Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy is, I don't know. That's what it says here. I don't know. To trivia. So it's to say that uh, the cult leader's Manson? It doesn't even say it on there. They don't even have him like listed on a trivia thing, but he's basically Manson. Manson was the cult leader. He didn't really kill anybody. He had his people do it. Was his whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyways, um Robert England, you know, introduced all these people and as he introduced them, they all have a like a clip of what they did before they got in there, whatnot, just like Suicide Squad. Especially because the 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 girl who's like looking at them right now turns out to be like Harley Quinn. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was getting get ready to get into. So um she, she uh he introduced all the or he described all of the fucking psychopaths to her or whatever. And she was like, Oh, I just need to sit down. Uh it's a lot to take in. So they go into the office and she comes on to Robert England or whatnot and uh she basically just stabs him in the neck and she takes off her wig and well she stabs him in the neck, then she goes into the office to release all the uh, criminals, but before she does that, she kills the security guard, and that death was so stupid to me. She um, beat him to death with a club, and like it was just blood everywhere. I don't know. I just hate gore, and especially unnecessary gore. It's just blood splashing everywhere. She's not even hitting him that hard. But whatever. So she takes off her wig and it shows that she is taking all I mean, she um as she's releasing everybody, she takes off her wig and then she has all this clown makeup on and like Mike says, she's like Harley Quinn. Um it really confused me because like in the next scene they refer to her as Stitch Girl, but she's called Dollface throughout the movie and then sometimes she calls like in the beginning of the movie they call her dial face and then later on they call her stitch girl throughout the rest of the movie it's like that they recorded the beginning of her call being called dial face and then somebody came up to them and was like well dial face is a character and uh the strangers so they it seemed like they just had to change it to stitch girl i don't know it was weird yeah but it turns out she ends up releasing them because uh, Mental Manny, who is the Charles Manson ripoff, uh, is, I don't know, she calls her daddy, but I'm not sure if that's her actual dad or she was just in the cult. Probably just, in, I assumed it was the cult. Right. Before I get into the plot, like deeper in the plot, I just wanted to say this movie could have been a lot better. I mean, it was good. And it just makes me wish that horror movies were like budgeted like superhero movies like i wish they got the same amount of amount of push because each psychopath in this movie i feel like could have had their own movie and then like they could have came out with this movie just putting them all together that would have took forever i hey look at the marvel movies like yeah no that would be cool yeah it would be cool but you know, uh, as long as they do like two a year, because I don't want to wait six years. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, they tried that, and I believe it was Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers that dropped the ball with that. It was like the Dark Universe or something. I don't know. You heard about that? 
No. That's why they remade the Mummy. Like they were gonna remake everything: the Mummy, Invisible Man, Dracula. They were gonna remake all the original Universal monsters. Yep, and have one big movie. That would be pretty cool. But yep, they failed with the Mummy remake. Nobody went to go see it. Brendan fucking Fraser. So yeah, um, the whole asylum scene is over with because you know they're all released. And um, we get introduced to our cast of characters that, you know, just eventually going to get killed off because, you know, it's a horror movie. Um, there is Morgan, who is the, like, I guess, main character guy or whatever. And, uh, oh, wow, they're not even credited on here. That's that. That tells you how much these characters really didn't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, her name was Christina. So yeah. So is Morgan. Um. He's a waiter, and then he likes this girl named Christina, and then they have these two friends who are there, and they're trying to convince them to go to this haunted house later tonight because it is Halloween, and that's what they do in Ohio. They go to haunted houses. Did they ever um, say it was Ohio, or you just like? Um. Well, yeah. Well, not they don't say it, but you see a truck that says Ohio something. Um, it was like an ambulance truck or whatever. Did you notice that while watching it, or did you look it up? Well, I looked up the trivia, and then um, while I was wa- watching it, I saw that I saw the Ohio truck, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And then out of nowhere, they get two more friends who show up out of nowhere. And then there's also another guy who drives them all there to the haunted house. That's uh, the best character. Yeah, the uh, oh, debatable. Like that, uh, the cop later is pretty cool. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the 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 guy that Mike Sand is debatable as the best character. He's uh, a Mexican guy, and a black guy described him as. Uh, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite dressed as uh, Machete. Danny Trejo's Machete. Mm-hmm. They cut over to another scene where um, there's a woman in a motel room and her face is stitched up, like her lips and eyes. And they realize it's from Stitch Girl, but um, the cop, his name is Deputy Doyle. It's my guy. Okay. And uh, <laughs> He's describing the, how the crime scene is happening as if he's a blood splatter analysis, um, but he was completely off. But Sheriff Kate was able to uh, explain it because she's actually competent. Uh, hey, man, he's trying. I, I think I, I just hate dumb cops in horror movies for some He's reason. basically like a, a like a like a sheriff in like a, a small town it seems like and nothing ever goes on so he doesn't know what the fuck he's like anything is he never gets experience of that stuff you see him in his office playing like a that old school <laughs> nintendo game just like shooting at things just so he could like feel like he's a cop i felt bad for him well he's a deputy um kate is the sheriff okay there we go huh? and i don't know is this some about dumb cops i hate i mean he was funny at some points but Scream made me hate um, David Arquette. Oh, I just, I just hate David Arquette anyway. Yeah, yeah, I do too. 
And uh, I don't know. I, I guess he wasn't that bad. Fast forward to the haunted house. As they're um, setting up the haunted house, uh, the psychopaths go into the haunted house because that specific haunted house is based off each psychopath. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, oh, that's very, uh, that's very convenient. But actually, they actually just um, explain how that happened, which is I'm glad they that they did because that made me like the movie more. I mean, if they didn't explain it, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. Who cares? But um, apparently the guy who uh, was doing the whole thing, who um, bought out the haunted house and made it based off each of these psychopaths, he was dating Dollface. And she's the one who convinced him to do all of this. And he didn't know that was Dollface. So when uh, Mental Manny comes in and said that he was taking it over and um, he basically tells him that Dollface used him for all of this and then they end up killing the um, owner of the uh, what you call it the haunted house and so the psychopaths all went to their own part of the haunted house and then the haunted house opens and yeah so when it opens I'm thinking it was going to be just those people in the diner who was there, like, to just go to the haunted house. Yeah. But it was open, so it was, like, everybody, which made it even more fun to watch because everybody was being killed off, but nobody knows people were being killed off because it just seemed like it was attractions to the haunted house. And... It was just fun to watch. Um, so many movies are doing it nowadays, and I like that shit because you can't tell what's real and what's not. It's like a good fear to have. Yeah, and it makes like going to an actual real haunted house like more scary, I guess. I don't know. Horror is very subjective. I'm mm-hmm. never afraid of a haunted house. But, I mean, people who do have that fear, this really plays on that fear, and I guess they'll have more fun at a haunted house just thinking about the possibility of that can, of that happening. So, do you like haunted houses? No, I hate them. See, I think in concept they're absolutely great, but I like to be scared from the comfort of my seat, not with people in my face. I feel like I'm gonna have a fight or flight and punch someone. So I'm like, I'm gonna sit this out. Uh, I think they're more afraid that it's gonna be a fight or flight situation with me. Like, I don't know. I for those who don't know, I mean, very large man and. uh <laughs> They don't even try to scare me, which sucks. They got to get people as big as that Rocco guy. Yeah, and then even if they do try, I just don't get scared because I'm a large person, so like I don't think anybody can hurt me. I don't know. I don't I'm think just it's about find. the hurting thing. I think it's about popping out and just like, you know, your oh, automatic see, reaction. Also, I'm very slow, so like... <laughs> I uh I don't know my reaction time is just way off. So if somebody like jumps out and scare me, it takes a lot for like the process in my brain that somebody just jumped out and yelled at me. And then by the time it it processes in my brain, I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm not scared. I don't know. I'm just stupid. <laughs> but oh well, I, I it might just be that I'm like very desensitized because of horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's weird that everybody had... Oh, I guess the cannibal did have his own section, but he didn't 
go into his section. He was he, basically the security guard. He, which is funny because he, he was the security guard on the Amanda show, which is... Zynga. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't say that again. There was two stoner dudes, right? Yeah. Those One of the stoner dudes. Show about it nowhere. The tall dude with the glass and like the, the froish hair, he's from Victorious. I never watched Victorious. Yo, you're sleeping on it. It's great. Oh, it's not. You're lying. Yeah, so he was chilling outside, I guess, as just... uh. Wait, what was he doing? Oh, he was just okay. eating. Well, yeah. That, why you're you're gonna go into Rocco, killing him? Oh yes. Oh no. So before that happened, um, the black guy and his Asian girlfriend were having sex in the bathroom or whatever, and then uh, black guy left for for some reason. Well, he left because she had to freshen up. So while she was in there, uh, doll face came out of nowhere, and she cuts the Asian girl's face and the girl just yelled wow she was like you cut my face and then they started fighting and it was actually a really when I say good fight scene I don't mean like wow that was amazing fight choreography it was just a funny fight scene because you don't really see like the dumb whore girl fight the killer and like do a good job like she was drowning doll face in the toilet and it was just so funny yeah I didn't expect that yeah, but Dollface ends up killing her and drags her body away. And so everybody's looking for her and um, they they decide to split up to look for her because they don't know where she's at. Um, and they see, the black guy sees Dollface dragging her body away or whatever. And so they go chasing after her, um, the black guy, uh, Morgan and Christina. And as they're chasing her, they run into the stoners who were supposed to be looking for her, but they're just sitting there eating, which made Mike very angry. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't know why it says your name. But it made the black guy very angry. And he went to go, like, charge at him or whatever, but they held him back. And I don't know where Rocco comes. Oh, wait a minute. I missed the most important part. Okay, so... When they were setting up for the haunted house, um, the psychopaths were like just chilling with the actual staff of the haunted house or whatever. And there was a clown there who was supposed to play the part of Rocco during the haunted house scenes, like in the actual haunted house. And Rocco was just staring at him. And what he does, he. He grabs the dude by one hand. He grabs his face and just rips his entire face off. And the dude was a clown, so like he took the dude's he took the dude's face and he just wore it. Like he that ripped was his cool. yeah he ripped the skin off his face and wore it like a, a clown mask, which is yeah that was pretty funny. So yeah, anyways, um, th- uh, Rocco comes behind the stoner, and I can't oh. <laughs> The tall one that Mike was talking about from Victoria's um, Rocco picks him up. No, it's the other one. I'm literally watching oh. it right now. Oh, he th- picks it up and drops the other guy, and the the tall one gets away. Oh, okay. Like what? He just picked him up and just dropped him on the ground. Yeah, for some reason, uh, the tinier one went up to him as like thought it was cool and just right. picked him up and dropped him, and his head is bleeding after that. They had a lot of good kills in here, but that was the that was a shitty one. Yeah, but it was more realistic. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I just love Rocco. 
That's a good character. So, um, they all decide, well, not decide, but they all run away from Rocco and they run to the gate. Um, the owner made the fences, electric fences, because he didn't want people to sneak into his, uh, haunted house, which is probably one of Dollface's ideas. So people won't escape. But, um, they get under the gate, but I don't remember how it was. That Morgan was the only one who escaped. I don't remember either. Yeah. I just remember Morgan going underneath the gate. Honestly, I think he was just the first one to get underneath the gate. And everybody else, like, split up. But the black guy was going to go underneath the gate, too. No, he charged towards... um, The black guy charged towards Rocco. Rocco just grabbed him and pushed him through the gate. Like, he pressed his face against the gate and just kept pressing it until his face went between it is a chain link fist so he's just going through the it's it's gross it i I can't describe it he just pushes him through the chain link fence (laughs) you remember how the other stoner died um it's i think i'm confusing with hellfest did he get hit with a giant mallet yes yes he did he got tossed onto the uh this test your strength thing, and Rocco used the giant mallet to uh, crush his face. That was my favorite kill. <laughs> Which I think they did that in Hellfest too, but this movie was first, so they get credit. <laughs> they did it in uh, Circus Kane too. Yeah, Jesus, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's a carnival game. Yeah. You really can't go wrong with that kill. Right. So that leaves Christina by herself and Morgan. He's gone trying to get help. Um, by the way, the uh, the, the Mexican dude who's dressed as a uh, machete, he's in a parking lot just waiting for them to come back because for some reason he didn't go to the haunted house. He doesn't like haunted houses. Oh, okay, got you. So he's just in the parking lot. Um, Christina, she's just like running away. And she's like with a whole nother group this time. Like it's it's weird. Like she just runs into another group and like they're fighting for their lives together. But obviously it doesn't last because everybody she's with dies and it's really not that important anyway. So um the whole time um Deputy Doyle, he is in the um police station I don't understand why he's a dispatcher, too. I mean, I, maybe it's a small town in Ohio where the police answer the phone, too, instead of a separate 911 dispatcher, but whatever. So he's answering calls, and they're prank calls. Uh, people claiming they're, that their friend's dying or whatever, but they're just fucking with him. And then, so he eventually starts getting real calls... Well, he doesn't even get real calls. He just leaves the phone off the hook. So when he, people start actually do calling 911, they don't. I mean, he's not answering the phone because he took the phone off the hook, which is really stupid. But whatever. That's Mike's favorite character. Um, hey, man. <laughs> Geraldo, too, is. That's the Mexican. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just keep calling people by their races, and I'm like, maybe we should call them their names. Well, the black guy is not credited, nor is the Asian girl, so I don't got time. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff Kate, she's been trying to contact them the whole time, but um, he's not answering the phone because the phone's off the hook, so she finally gets there, and she's like, she gets to the police station, she's like, yeah, um, Stitch Girl is on the loose. I don't know why they call her Stitch Girl if she's on IMDb as Dial Phase. And when I was watching it with the uh, captions on, they kept calling her Dial Phase in the captions. But whatever. Whatever. She says, Stitch Phase on the loose. Get your gun. We gotta go. So they drive off. As they're driving off, they run into Morgan, who's the one who's escaped on the fence. And I was um, hoping he would die. I just hate him. I'm pretty sure he did die. I don't remember. No, 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 no. He made it. He got shot, I think, or something. No, I, I, I'll, I'll get into it. <laughs> I'll have to get to it when we get there. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Anyways, um, they they see Morgan running through the street. Morgan uh, got his hands up in the air, yelling, "Help! My friends are being killed." Um, Deputy Doyle. Ha- gets out the uh, car and immediately draws out his gun, and um, Doyle's like, "Stop! Don't sh- uh, don't move or I'll shoot." And um, Morgan basically is like, "I'm not moving. I just need help." And then Doyle just immediately shoots his gun. Um, it doesn't. Uh, it like clips his like. Sh- yeah, it grazes shoulder. his arm. Yeah. You you could say Doyle's like a bad character. I love that part. <laughs> He's like so trigger happy because he's so not used to doing anything. He's like, <laughs> and he, um, he reacts like, "Ow, what the fuck?" Right? Yeah. And then Doyle's like, "Well, to be fair, I told you not to move." And Morgan's like, "I didn't move." Morgan basically explains what's happening, and so for some reason, Kate, share Kate, gives Morgan a gun and is like, "Well, we got to do this together," and. Morgan was like, but it's at least five of them, and it's only three of us. And that's when Gerardo pulls up in his big truck. And the chicken shit Gerardo, Gerardo coming to save the day. <laughs> I love him. He pulls up in the truck, and he's uh, like he's here to help. So they uh, they all pull up together. They all decide to uh, split up to kill. Like, well, first of all, before they even decide to split up, um, they get there immediately and they run into uh, Rocco. What I remember is Geraldo running up and stabbing him in the back. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um, I guess he had them cornered and yeah, and Geraldo came out of nowhere and stabbed him in the back and they all ran away. And I don't know how they got away because uh, Rocco, he just stood there. Like, like it didn't even bother him, but uh, they all ran away. Then they run into uh, Christina, uh, the character that Morgan has a crush on, who really doesn't serve a point in this film at all. I guess none of them do. Mo- no, I was going to say, like, <laughs> nah. They were uh, all, like, wastes of characters, but I guess that's the point. Yeah, which makes it fun. Um, at least they weren't all unlikable characters like some horror movies do. Yeah, usually it's like that, especially when they're uh, characters that are uh, 
going to be killed off one by one. Uh, yeah. Usually I'll complain that the actors weren't that bad and they should have got better ones. I feel like, was this technically like a B-movie? I mean, it's low budget. It's low budget. So it's like they got pretty good actors for the, the, the budget they had. I was surprised. Yeah. So, yeah, they all meet up and they realize that what they got to do is just take them all down one by one. Sheriff Kate already broke off because she was on a mission to look for a uh, stitch girl. Um, so basically, it's just Deputy Doyle, Gerardo, Christina and Morgan. Um, Doyle said he was like, all right, Morgan and Morgan and, uh, Gerardo, you guys, you guys go after the chef. Then he said that he will go after, um, the taxidermist. And he told, uh, Christina to go after, uh, Dollface, but they didn't know that Sheriff Kate was going after Dollface anyway. Actually, no, Sheriff Kate was going after Mental Manny. Yeah. And so he told uh, Christina to go after uh, Dollface. And then they was like, well, what are we going to do about the clown? And uh, Doyle was like, well, hopefully nobody, uh, he was like, hopefully none of us go after, or hopefully no, none of us run into him. See, funny. Right, yeah, yeah, that was funny. And then um, I believe while they were having that uh, conversation, that's when a taxidermist walks in. And he's holding a body, and they're just staring at him. And he was like, "I swear, this body was dead when I found it. I'm just trying to uh, uh, stuff him." And they all looked at Doyle, and Doyle just shot him, like shot him up a lot. And then Doyle immediately just throws up because he never shot somebody before. Yep. Which I guess that was kind of funny. Yeah, you got to give Doyle credit, <laughs> man. The virgin cop. It's funny. <laughs> so they off uh finally break up. Morgan and Gerardo, they kill what you wanna call it? Uh he killed a chef by st- sticking his face on a grill. Um and then as Dep I don't know who Deputy Doyle was looking for at this point, since they killed the taxidermist, but as he was looking around, that's when he runs into uh, Rocco, and he was like, wow, of course I'll run into this one. And uh, Rocco starts like spinning his, uh, what you call it, around the, uh, what's that called? The hammer, the big giant hammer. Doyle like immediately pulls out his gun like real fast and just shoots Rocco, and he falls to the ground. And he dies. Or does he? <laughs> Anyways, he falls to the ground. And then you cut to Sheriff Kate. Uh, story. Who cares? I really do not care for this story. Uh, the movie is just fun, but um, I didn't see it coming. I didn't care. <laughs> but uh, so apparently, well, not apparently. So yeah, Sheriff Kate, I guess was a part of, a part of the cult. Yep. And that's why she was so bent on finding Mental Manny and. Stitch Girl or Dowface or Miss Quinn, whatever you want to call her, she has the gun pointed towards him, and he's just like, uh, uh he's telling Dowface not to worry. She's all talk. She's not going to do anything. Then boom, she shoots him in the head. He dies. Boom, whatever. I don't know what happens to the gun, but I I guess it's gone or something. It went flying across the 
uh, it's like a weird place they were standing. What were what room was that? Like, what kind of thing was that? They were on like some sort of uh, like metal walkway. Oh, you never seen you never seen that in a haunted house before. It's like a metal walkway, and then like there's like this spinning thing with like lights. It, it it just spins to make people disoriented when they walk through it. Yeah, I never got it. I never understood it. But it's in a lot of haunted houses. But um, that's where they're fighting at. And so yeah, Sheriff Kate and uh, what's it called? The Dowface started fighting each other one on one, hand to hand combat. <laughs> and uh, what happened? Do they stab each other at the same time? Pretty much. Yeah. So they stab each other at the same time, and they both fall out, and they're laying there on the ground. And that's when you know the police comes or whatever, and they take both of the bodies. And um, uh, Doyle and Gerardo and Christina, what's his name, Morgan, they all walk out the haunted house or whatever. And as they're walking out, Morgan was like, wow, man, I can't believe we all actually made it out alive. Which is something you never say in a horror movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> as soon as he said that, Rocco busts through the gate, grabs Morgan and picks him up and basically does a backbreaker. Yeah, like he, he like the <laughs> you ever see the cover of Bane breaks uh, Batman's oh, back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like that mask and everything. So, yeah, pretty sure Morgan's dead after that. And then um, Doyle looks at the uh, all the police there. And he was like, what are you doing? Just shoot. And so, yeah, they all shoot him. And um, Rocco, he gets down on one knee. And uh, Doyle grabs a double barrel shotgun, put it up to Rocco's face, and shoots him. And that's the end of Rocco. Wait, what? Character development. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, Christina's the, in the back of an ambulance or whatever. And they put her in the same ambulance as Sheriff Kate. Um, she has the oxygen mask on or whatever. And as she's laying there, you can see a blade coming out of her sleeve, and that's when uh, that's when Christina notices, like she looks down and she sees something and she screams, and then it cuts to the uh, after credit scene, and you'll see uh, the ambulance is like crashed, and she gets out the ambulance and she is dial face. She takes off. Um, Sheriff Kate's face. She's wearing Sheriff Kate's face. She takes it off and she just walks away into the sunset. I love that ending. Did you stay for the end end credits? I think so. I don't remember though. So at the end end credits, like at the very end of the credits, you see uh, a big yard full of body bags and then one sits up and screams and it's basically Rocco. Rocco was in the body bag and he gets up so Rocco's not dead even though he took a shotgun to the face Uh, (laughs) I guess he's like a Michael Myers character yeah I really 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 hope they make a spinoff movie with him I the ratings on this are pretty bad so you see the ratings to thanks killing and they made a thanks killing three oh yeah I guess that's that's the end of the movies it was like an audio book you just did. Was it? You just did like a whole entire like movie. They better be appreciative. They better show the some likes in the comment and give to our Patreon. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we it leaves us nothing else to to rate it. Spooky or dookie? I give it eight. Big old fat spooky. I yeah, really, we can really, tell. I love this movie. I love it. I will watch it again. I'm surprised. Um, I didn't think you were going to go for it when I pitched it, and you know that's cool. I don't know why I liked it. I it's fun because slasher movies are so boring to me now because, like I said, I'm bigger. So like, if I'm ever in like a situation where there is a serial killer with a knife, I feel very confident in myself that I'll be okay. Um, but like in a situation like that, where it's just a whole bunch of people and just the chaos, it just, it seems so much fun to me. That's why I I love Jeepers Creepers too, more than the first one, even though the first one is clearly a better movie, but I just like the second one more because it's like everybody on a bus. I don't know. It's just the idea of just you being with all your friends thinking you're out going to have fun, but everything changes. It's just, I don't know. I, I I just like that concept. I like this movie a lot. I'm going to try to buy this movie on DVD or Blu-ray. Cause wow. I really like this movie. yeah, I like this movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I give it a spooky too. I watched it actually twice and I never do that with like any movie, but like, it was like, it was very fun. Uh, the villains, very cool. Rocco especially, Dollface, and it's good that both of them survive, just in case they actually want to do some sort of sequel. I really doubt it's going to happen, but I think <laughs> both of us hope for it. Um, out of all the movies I've seen like this, of a Circus Kane or a Hellfest, I think it executed the best of the being stuck in some sort of haunted house thing with serial killers. Um, it was funny. Doyle was funny. Ricardo was funny. I like both of them. I hope they both get roles in our other things. I haven't seen them since. This came out, like, what? Like, two years ago? Four. 15, 2015. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good all-around movie. It's on Netflix still, right? No, it's uh, Amazon Prime. Prime Video. I feel like I watched it on Netflix. Either way, um, it was probably, it's normally like $2 to rent. It's definitely worth it. Or just go steal it. It's very fun. Easy watch. You don't have to think too much. Uh, yeah. I like it a lot. He likes it a lot. Definitely, we're gonna give it like a. We gotta create like a d- different rating when we both agree. It'd be like a super <laughs> spooky or something. Would you like? Say if we weren't rating it spooky or dookie, would you put it over an eight? No. Okay, because the way that you're talking about it is making me concerned. Like I'm glad you enjoyed it because I really did too, and I'm yeah, glad that we don't shit on something today. But, yeah, it's not. Uh, a, it's not a good movie. I mean, like, it's it's fun. It's really fun. Um, I think and, people are too concerned looking for so much depth in movies. When right. you find movies like this or Circus Kane or whatever like that, I I like stuff like that because it's easy. You don't have to think too much. It's fun. It's a good ride. This time, too, like the characters were not that annoying. They were pretty good actors. I don't know. It, it had a lot of... I'm trying to find it, like a... A fault in it. What would you say it would be a fault in it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's good. If we yeah, can't find a fault in it, that's good. And we're and literally a podcast trying to critique freaking shitty movies. And it's crazy because this movie, like, it knows that it's like a B movie, but like, in normal movies like this, they wouldn't even like 
explain why the haunted house had those specific attractions, but they actually went out of their way to explain it, and it wasn't a dumb reason. Like it was, the writers were actually competent. Like the writers were smart with this, and I think this movie knew what it was. Yeah, and that's that's why it didn't come off as trying too hard or trying too hard to like to be funny or cheesy. Like it just had elements of everything you want out of a movie like this. No, it's not scary. No, it's not um really that great of a plot, but it's good enough. And like I think the thing I like most about it most all those people in the diner died except for Gerardo. Like Woo! it just told you that like basically hey, these characters made they had nothing to do with the movie. Like you came to see killers kill people and Hey, that's what you got, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad it didn't have that stupid, you know, cliche ending where a guy gets the girl and ooh, it was all over. There was no chemistry between those two white people. Fuck them. But right. uh, the, the title <laughs> is Funhouse Massacre. You got a funhouse, you got massacre. Good job, whoever did this. 10 out of 10. Well, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll say it for a B movie. I think it's one of the best B movies I've seen. Uh, it's not the best one I've seen. But it's good. I said one of the best. Don't oh, even. Okay. That's because that's way too bold. Like we do like this movie, but I wouldn't like. That's too much. Would Trick or Treat consider be considered a B movie? Did it get a theatrical release? No. It's hard because what's the difference between low budget and B? True. I don't know. Because they're both low budget. I just throw them all in the same thing, which obviously Trick or Treat is way better, but. Yeah, we're this is the one critique we have for this movie. It's not trick or treat. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, well, this has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Stay spooky. Stay dookie.